welcome back. You're listening to Those Trans Guys Podcast, a podcast focused on everyday education and experiences about trans men. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Trinket and Vine. Trinket and Vine is a small pin shop based in Vancouver, BC. It is owned by two Disney and fantasy-loving women. If a fandom exists, there's a good chance they love it. Their spotlight this month is a pin called Pride Light. It's a Disney-themed pride flag, and 50% from each purchase is donated to a local LGBT charitable organization. Use my specific offer code, TRANSPOD22, for 20% off your purchase. And I would like to thank them with a big heart that they did this and sponsored my podcast. Welcome back to a new episode of Those Trans Guys. You're lucky I've made like three episodes in the last few days, but I'm back again for another one. Today I'm joined by one of my really good friends, Ashley, and I'll let you be introduced by her. But I just wanted to thank her for coming on and being a part of my episode. And here we go. Ashley. Hello, people. (laughs) Hello, Ashley. (laughs) Hello. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm amazed. Nice. So for any of you who don't know, I'm hoping you do know, but I'll remind you if you're new to this uh, podcast series, uh, I was reached out by Ashley about a year or so ago. And since then, we've been in touch. We did uh, two episodes together and it's been amazing to be on her platform and also have her on mine. And she really inspires me. And I'm just really glad to be back with her today. And we have a kind of a tougher conversation to talk about that I thought would be fitting and and also relevant to my situation and and I'm sure many others situations but I thought it'd be a time to be vulnerable so I'm glad that she could be here with me today and support me on that yes guys we are talking about the t-word and it's not titties it's trauma (laughs) thanks for that I gotta keep it (laughs) lighthearted. you have to because (laughs) If not, that T word will kill you. Oh, yeah. That's not good. So in hindsight, how would you best describe trauma? I mean, I can tell my story, but I just wanted to, I guess, let them hear from you about what it means to you and and how it's shaped your life, if you can say a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, Wow. I've been through a lot of trauma through my life. So my mother left my sister and I when I was about six to my to my dad my sister was three um and then my dad remarried to someone she was like physically emotionally verbally everything abusive uh my dad was abusive to her as well um my girl cousin like I guess I don't know if she molested me I guess but she like you know sexually touched me I then did the same to my sister um and I've had a family member like accuse me of sleeping with their husband when I didn't um and like accuse me of being like the person that's wrong when I was 16 and and obviously their husband was an older man so it's like weird to say but like 
it's like she wanted me to be raped or molested, but I wasn't. So a lot of trauma um, there. And trauma is just like an emotional response to something that your body is not able to process. So I've been through a lot of it. Um, wasn't easy to get over it. I don't know if we all ever recover from trauma, but we can find ways to uh, help ourselves. We can feel better, which is most important. Uh, And that's a journey in itself. And I think everyone has their own form of trauma. And I know in the LGBTQ plus community, like it's a topic that it's like one of the largest communities of depression and suicide rates. So it's a topic that has to be talked about. Absolutely. And I appreciate you sharing that. I also feel that everyone has their own sort of, sort of trauma, however that looks, if it's physical, mental, sexual, whichever. Emotional abuse. Like it's just so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a challenge. And I think the reason why I wanted to talk about it today was I've had a fair numerous amounts of trauma. And one started early as being, you know, 15 on a, a, a beach at one of my friend's parties where one of the younger sons took advantage of me sexually. And I still can't forget that because I was vulnerable. I had no voice and no power. And I didn't tell my mom for a very long time. And I was humiliated. And then I also didn't want it to jeopardize our friendships with these people. Soon enough, of course, I told my mom and she was livid and, you know, rightfully so. And and the family tried to make it amends, but I still will never feel the same towards them again. And this, this mom actually is dealing with her own personal stuff and just really not an all around nice person, I guess is the right way to put it. But the son I can never forgive. And I was ever at a party with them, I would distance myself. And if you got close, I I had to leave. And so I stopped going to those parties altogether. But it brought a lot of trauma at the beginning of my life of feeling like I was weak and I was just used. And it was, it made me feel sick. And especially on the way home from that party, I I just didn't know what had happened. And I I suffered from that for a very long time. And I still kind of do. So when I let people in, it takes a lot. And when I let people in, especially physically, it takes a heck of a lot from me and I get nervous, but with the right time and situation, it, it ends up working out, but it, it takes a lot. And then I also had to deal with confrontations with my dad a lot and he drank a lot and still kind of does. And he raised his voice, which is a major trigger for me. Still, if someone is fighting in the street, I, immediately get triggered and I get into this state of like Ooh, same yeah yeah I get into a state of like panic and lose my voice and and like shock and like this trigger mechanism and I I don't know how to describe it I just I kind of just pause and then I, I I don't know how to react so it's uh it's very triggering and even if it has nothing to do with me, if that someone's fighting in the street or even just laughing and joking and fighting, it it sets me off tremendously. So I've I've suffered for quite a long time with that. And and he he physically pushed me into a wall one night and my mom wasn't around and, and that I couldn't be around him alone for a very, very long time, and especially when drinking was involved. So 
that that trauma was uh, still very much relevant on my head and in, in the back of my mind. And and then I also had another situation where I was seeing the girl temporarily. I don't know if we were really dating, but it it turned out to be a, a physical sexual assault that I would have to say could have been rape, but I can't remember now. It was such a long time ago. I would just say it would leaning towards sexual assault where she spiked my drink and and then uh, I don't remember much after that and took my stuff and my money and 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 then pieced out of town. So, yeah. So it's uh, it's been fun to so to say the least and and a challenge. And so it takes a lot for me to get close to people. And it takes a lot for me to feel vulnerable with people. And I wanted people to know that my life before I came out as trans was not easy. And I felt like all that trauma set aside my time to transition for a very long time. And I was viewed in my family's eyes as someone opposite. And since we were such a private conservative family, I hid myself and it set me back from living my true authentic life. And I'm not, I'm not saying that it's their fault. I'm just saying that that's how it, it ended up being. And, and I wasn't able to, to say how I truly felt and to form it into words because of maybe the trauma and just the way I didn't know how to. Yeah. Congratulations to you now though, because you're able to share it in such a calm manner do you remember like if someone were to ask you about it like you you kind of got choked up and you didn't know how to say it and did you ever have that before uh i think i just never let many people in to get to that point but if i had i would definitely feel choked up and i would definitely feel immediately triggered and then i I told a light story of it or maybe just yeah, right. didn't say it at all. Right. So, And it's interesting because it's almost like I feel like we felt guilty for the other party, if that makes sense. Yeah. And like we internalized it ourselves and like we felt dirty or disgusting or like not good. And so I'm what all this to say, I'm proud of you now that you're able to talk about it and share it. And we're able to be like, no, it's fine, but like, yeah, it's fine in a sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's it just goes to say how much I've grown and, and adapted to my life and, and what I've pushed beside in a way. I mean, sure, there's some times that I get triggered and I've I told my new partner this actually that when there's anyone fighting in the street, I get triggered. And so that was important that I told her that. Not saying that we're gonna ever raise our voices at each other because we're we're both pretty calm people, but I wanted her to know that if there was a time that I heard that, that just to look out for that kind of sign. And, and when I allowed myself to be physical with my last ex, it took a long time. And then it ended up just not being a healthy relationship at all because of a lot of our own issues and mostly her issues, but not going to point fingers, but it also made me feel very vulnerable and, and, and weak and, I let myself out too much too fast and and I didn't know because I loved her and I just gave my all but 
it brought back all those moments and, and triggers. And then when she started saying derogatory terms, it, it all just resurfaced and it, it all hit me like a ton of bricks. So that was something that I recognized. And now I'm in a better place with a better person in my life who I don't feel those feelings anymore. I don't have that worry and doubt, but I'm not saying that those past things aren't still in my head, but they're in a better place now than when they were like when they were used to and 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 they're there but they're not as prevalent in my life as much Mm -hmm. but the times that I was sexually taken advantage of and also my dad abusing me which I will say that because I'm not going to put it lightly he did do it and he might not remember and he might not want to own up for it but I don't remember that day I mean I don't forget that day and I don't think that he ever will remember but I remember and that's maybe what set us back in our relationship and and why I'm careful about a lot of things and careful about opening up and and letting people in and I yeah I just don't think it'll ever go away and and when I get to be able to be around him I get I'm not myself I'm not comfortable and I I don't know how I can fix that but it's just how I feel and I can try, but it's just what's at hand and, and what I've been through. I think those types of situations just like take time. Do you know what I mean? And like also trying to find the most compassion for the other person because like hurt people hurt people. So like that's one thing going through therapy that I had to realize is like, what if like my dad abusing my stepmom or like hitting her, like hitting us as kids, like what if that was all he knew? Like, and then accepting that being like, maybe that was all that person knew what to do. Yeah. Um, and so there's like a sense of, like pure compassion that I found. Right. And like, I'm talking about my own journey and granted it's been a damn journey. I'll tell you that, but I'm at the point now where I've just found that like I could sit in my trauma for so long if I wanted to, and I have a right to, but it just doesn't always feel good for me. And so relentless of being like, how can I feel better? And like, sitting with the therapist and just realizing that I had to just let it go and like be okay with knowing that maybe that was all that other person knew. And like, if you can find the compassion in that and just still love yourself, like things can, it can get better with time. So it's, it's interesting trauma because we all have our own stories. They're all unique. They're all different. They're all, you know, they, they take us to different depths of life of like down to the bottom of where you're, you know what I mean? You're feeling suicidal. You don't want to live or like how long did it happen? I mean, it's so crazy, but we all have this power within us. That's so beautiful. And that's why, like, I'm proud of you, Peyton. It's because you just like, even being pushed down to the ground, like you're still able to come back up. And that's what we have the power to 
do as humans and like finding that and finding other people who can help you do something like that. You have to give yourself credit as well. Do you know what I mean? Because there's only one of you. There's no book that's like, this is how you deal trauma. It's just one, two, three. (laughs) What? (laughs) Maybe you see. (laughs) Yeah. There's no book. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I think trauma people are special. Yeah. I do. I think we have this ability to adapt to the world. Yeah. I, I love us trauma people. I know, right? Okay. Yeah. But I also want to say I'm not saying my life and childhood was um, horrible by any means. I'm not trying to say that because I love my family and I, I'm glad I was raised into who I was raised with because of a lot of these things and opportunities and, and support I did have. But I just had to be honest with what I had faced and how it did change me and how it did give me the power in time to stand up and say, uh-uh, this is who I am. And I'm not hiding in someone else's body anymore. I'm not hiding in a different life and path and direction. This is who I am. And this is what I'm going to do about it. And regardless of what they said, I went forward and I did it and they caught up when they were ready. And that's, that's why I wanted to share this and my, my journey and everything about my life and my experiences for someone else to also have that same feeling too. And how I did it, I, I, have no regrets and I have no feelings of like, it should have been different or it should have done this or blah, 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 blah. It's how I did it and how I'm proud I did it. And and I look back and I, I'm thankful for every minute of it. And I also acknowledge all the struggles and all the trauma and, and I, I take it in and I roll with it, but I also am proud of myself for getting through those, that trauma and all those triggers and, and little things that flared up and, and feelings of self-doubt and self-worth and and feeling like I was just an empty piece on this earth, but now I don't feel that. So, and it had a lot to do maybe with who I really was inside, or it also had to do with the people that came into my life and how I handled the situations. And I was afraid of my dad because I didn't know how it would turn out. And I was afraid of him as a whole, (laughs) basically. And also of the people viewing me and taking advantage of me, like what, about me made you want to do that why did you do that what what power and what what about me did you want to take from me so badly you know because I wear my heart on my sleeve and because I give too much yeah that's who I am and and I don't know how to stand up for myself a lot of the time but now I can and I'm able to yeah, and if you're listening to this and you've gone through the T word and you are hearing this today and you're alive and well, just take a second and like pat yourself on the back. You as well, Peyton, because you did it. Like, got through it. Thank you. Thank you. And I, uh, I appreciate you sharing what you've shared too. That means a lot to me. And I, I wanted, it to be a safe place for you too, where you could do that and feel okay without crossing any lines. So. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm an open book. I mean, it took me a while to get there. It took me a while to own my story, especially since 
I guess you could say my family is who they are. So it's like, wait, what? You know what I mean? Um, but I've just owned it and not afraid of it anymore. It's me. And if anybody was going to get through it, like it was going to be me. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know I just appreciate you a lot and, and I'm glad that we could uh, come to this same kind of feeling towards it and, and share our experiences because both were different and, and also similar in a way too. But I just like to know, I like others to know how we've struggled and that they're not alone and, and that you can live with it and you can, you can be a better person from it, even if you feel like it's not possible. Absolutely. So is there anything else you'd like to share on that topic or anything else you'd like to talk about? I think it's I think it's important for people to know that like it's okay and to just get the help that you need like as fast as you can because I think sometimes we always want to like fight the trauma and be like no I'm fine no I'm fine yeah. um, I was the queen of I'm fine like always I'm fine uh, and I wasn't and I'm screaming inside and I'm dying and I'm drowning and I'm killing myself um and just don't need to do that. Like find the deep, you've already been through some of the most craziest things in life. So just like find the courage again, but like find the courage for you to get the help you need to, to just relieve yourself of that. Um, because I don't, know sometimes people really realize that the body keeps score of all of this trauma and yeah. at the end of the day the only person you're killing is yourself so no matter what the other person did or like how traumatic it was or like how angry or whatever you are like it's just eating you alive and it's going to take years off of your body and wear and tear off of your body and your body's trying to adjust with all of this like negative energy that you're storing and so find the courage to find help like reach out to someone just anyone and like start the journey and don't worry about you know diving full in and like five day a week therapy sessions like we don't have to go that intense but like at least start finding a way to release some of that pain out of you um because like you deserve to feel good deserve to be happy like everyone deserves that and that journey is like very particular to every single person but jump on it sooner than later and don't be afraid to have you know those even follow-up sessions and things like that like I don't know if we fully ever get over trauma but once we find the tools we can get over it and then don't be afraid of those follow-up sessions or another therapy session or a meditation retreat or whatever it is that you need for you to heal. Like, don't be afraid of any of that stuff and own it. Own that shit. Yeah. Because it's your story. Like no one else is ever going to be able to say that they understand because no one ever will. It's your story. So own it. Yeah, exactly. And that's partly why with some therapy help and, and checking, <laughs> checking in with certain people in my life, 
I, I did a lot of work on my own and that's, it took me a long time because I was nervous and afraid of how to do it. That worked best for me because a lot of people are like, Oh, just like, you know, listen to music or like write it down or like whatever, make some cookies, things like that. Or like find your inner peace. And so I, I did do all those things and I still do like a journal and, and make notes and listen to music and make time for me and all that, et cetera stuff because I didn't feel like I had it in the past. But there's always a time where I feel like I've just discovered it when I least expect it to happen. Like I just, I worked on myself with certain situations and like at work and stuff, my coworker said, I've known you for two years and I've never seen you use your voice and stand up for yourself and like take that power and confidence back. And you are now. And I mean, I pushed you and I'm sure other people did too, but now you're doing it on your own and I want you to recognize it and, and see it because I'm proud of you for that. Like I stood up to a bully at work and it was like, whoa, I did it. And now I just hold my head high and it's like, sweet. All right, let's do it. You know, without being an asshole, but excuse my language, but being proud and like, mm -mm, that's not cool. You can't push me around like that. And, and, and then using my voice more, which I was so afraid of. And I know that, you know, that I, I didn't use my voice enough before. And, and now I am. And it, it's like the best feeling to say, no, I feel this and that's not okay. And I feel this because I deserve better and I, I know better and I need better. So those are some things I've uh, kept in mind and, and worked on. Ooh, taking back to power. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Always. So, and I, I made an episode actually about power in your voice and, and it was a good good episode and it was about a time that I was outed at work and it was a whole big thing so that was a time where I had no voice and I couldn't share my transition and it was this whole big thing when I first started this job of course so hey everyone this is a new person at work and they're trans by the way it's like cool thanks so much for telling my whole life in like five seconds so I appreciate it so that was a, a low point but I got up and I kept going and I didn't quit and I just faced it every day and, and everyone eventually came to be in my corner and supported me like more than ever. So it's crazy. Yeah. And you have to realize that if anybody was gonna make it out, it was going to be you. Like also accepting that like, this is our journey and this is our path and I don't know you can do it thank you I appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you have ever wanted to ask me or think that you'd like to ask or if this even relevant to trans or not like I'm just wondering if you had any questions on on your head at all not for the podcast I feel like I know you personally, and so I don't know what's the limit of personal here. Um, no, I guess maybe you can like explain to everyone um, I guess like where you feel trauma most. Like are you able to kind of like understand or pinpoint your trauma if that makes sense um 
I think to a fine line, I can say confidently yes, but there's some times that I'm still trying to navigate it because it sometimes is hard to talk about and bring up, but I think I always want to learn and keep in tune to that so I can recognize them. So I'd have to say sort of yes, but there's still a lot of work that I would like to do on that front for sure, because I, I don't know if it's completely at ease with me or at a better place, so to say. I'm 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 wanting it to be, but I still feel like no. And like where can people from the LGBTQ plus community, like where can they find help with their own trauma? Do you have that information? Or like is there help? Is there enough help? I don't know if there is enough help, to be honest. I feel like, like I interviewed someone yesterday and they said that she wants to come to a place where she can not have to have an open exclusive space for people to have a haircut. That's the podcast I did yesterday. And she feels like the society is not at a place where she can confidently step back from that. She's always trying to make it better and keep it strong because she feels no one has that that opportunity to feel safe in a haircut haircut place you know and and just in general so uh, I don't think we have a safe necessarily net for any trans LGBT folk of all walks of the umbrella and it's sad but that's just how the reality is with our society right now and I don't know how else we can go about it I mean we can only do the best we can so um yeah Basically, I don't, I don't think so. And I, I wish it was different. Yeah. So, but I'm hoping in the future, it'll be easier and it'll be less of a worry for us and, and more of just a norm in society. Yeah, I get it. It, it sucks, but I'm still not going to give up on what I'm doing and trying to inspire others. And, and I've already been connected with a lot of amazing people. So it, it does goes to show you that there's a lot of people out there who want the same equal for everyone in that umbrella and not just look at them like they're different, turn their nose up and, you know, and think that they're not equally deserving and of their rights and their beliefs and how they want to live their life and identify as. Get it. So, get it. yeah. So, but all in all, um, I appreciate you and I appreciate you coming on and sharing what you did today. And, and I really, I'm glad that we had this chance and I'm glad that you were okay with coming on and doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm always encouraging people to get the help that they need and oof, like, it's not worth it. Just find your healing and live your best life and be free and happy and like love yourself it's so important exactly is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up the episode what would i like to say i don't know just like don't let your trauma define you i mean trauma's shitty because a lot of times we never really ask for it um you know sometimes like we compare ourselves to other people but like be proud of yourself and like 
this was the life that you were given and if anyone can get through you can and just like find the most deepest compassionate love for yourself and just don't let your trauma define you yeah ever yeah it, it can be something that made you stronger but it can't be the thing that defined you every day it just can't exactly so it's really good to find ways to talk about how your trauma made you better and how your trauma made you stronger and you know it's not always an easy thing to do but the more you practice it then the better you get and then the easier it is to talk about and then just the easier it is to let it pass through your life yeah exactly it's a good way to put it so i just want to thank ashley for coming on today and for always just amazing me and, and sharing her her story a little bit more and just allowing us to be vulnerable today because I really do appreciate that. And I felt like it was the right person to do it with. And I respect her and uh, have a lot of appreciation for her and, and how she's been in my life. And, and personally, I just, I'm very thankful. So I would love to do this again another time. And I'm just thankful for her. So thanks again, Ashley. Yay. I'm always proud of you, all supporting you. And thank you for having me on today no problem well thanks guys i hope you have a good rest of your saturday and start of your week coming up and i will see you guys soon for a new episode